And welcome to the DS Life Podcast, episode number 15. We're recording this on March 24th, 2007, and I'm your host, as always, Lloyd Hannison, the webmaster of Portable Gaming Revolution. Joining me, as always, again, Edgar First. Again, don't make it sound like it's tedious. No, because I already said, as always, before, again. so that's what the again was for. <laughs> not, that, not that you're joining me again. Again, oh, like, God. Ooh, look who I have. Here once again. Oh, it wasn't that kind of again. <laughs> right. But take it that way if you want. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> how's, how's your weekend coming out to be so far, Lloyd? It's not bad. It's pretty busy. A lot of stuff on the go. Um, we're planning for Nick's first birthday party, so we got some running around to do again later, and going to a wedding social which is something that i understand is kind of unique to winnipeg which is kind of like a fundraiser yeah it's uh well i'll explain it edgar it's uh kind of a fundraiser for a wedding so about six months before the wedding they throw a party they sell tickets um have a dj serve alcohol and usually have door prizes and it's just uh, a good way for people to raise money for their wedding sounds like you're spending a lot of money to try to make money um, yeah, but you actually do pretty well. Oh, really? And Karen and I had our, had our wedding social. We spent a fair bit, but we made a lot. Like we actually made cleared a, a fair bit of money. So it was definitely worth the hassle for that. Really? Yeah. What percentage of your wedding do you, would you say that paid for? Uh, well, we had a really cheap wedding, so it was, it was probably more than half. Um, wow. Our wedding was paid for with the wedding social. Awesome. Maybe I'll have yeah, a wedding social. Yeah, I just want to have a wedding social every week. <laughs> just pretend I'm marrying a new woman <laughs> exactly. and, uh, and and clean up. That's step one is having a wedding social. Step two is clean up. Yeah. Step three is profit. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> announcements. <laughs> All right. Go for it, Edgar. You have an announcement? Yes. Uh, real quick. Uh, you guys heard this on the last DS Life. Um, I still need any kind of insightful or funny bits from the show. Uh, we're 15 episodes strong, so I'm sure out of 15 episodes, you could scrounge up, you know, 30 seconds of funny, you know, considering that our episodes have been about an hour long. So 15 hours, I think we've got about 15 seconds of funny, uh, or insightfulness or something that you guys just, it just, you know, stuck out in your mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. let me know the episode that you're referring to and maybe hopefully a time code or something. That would be great, um, and uh, maybe your piece that you select will make it onto our 30-second promo. And, uh, you know, the promos are all about, uh, we're going to start distributing them and, you know, hopefully getting a little bit more notoriety and a little bit more uh, awareness out there on their net. So, we'll get that going soon. Awesome. Welcome to the DS Live Podcast. Bringing you the latest news from the DS scene. All right, well, I don't have any announcements, so let's uh, let's move right along uh, into what are you playing. Uh, the, so, uh, what uh, are you playing, Edgar? What are you playing, Edgar? Uh, a little Phoenix Wright. Still Phoenix Wright, still chugging along, and uh, mostly my Wii. Most of my Wii and my 360. My 360 is getting a lot of time, actually. I got uh, Call of Duty 3, um, the Gold Edition, which mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate getting, just because, uh, you know, Call of Duty is cool and all, but... Call of Duty 3, the Gold Edition? Yeah. It oh, just, wow. I didn't it, even know that was out. It just came out last week. And awesome, the cool part about the... it, I walked around Best Buy and I was like, oh, 60 bucks. I was like, see, that's the way they to rehash a game. You mm-hmm. you sell it again, you know, how many months later 
and you still sell it for a premium, but it comes with like a making of DVD plus it comes with like 10, like uh, free maps, like $10 worth yeah. of maps or something. Yeah. Cause Kinda I got cool, the cool right? one and it was definitely worth it. Oh yeah. I got, yeah, I have the second one too. I got it for Christmas actually. My little, my, uh, my little brother gave it to me, but on the plus side <laughs> is I did, I wasn't going to buy it. And then I only bought it because it was on sale at circuit city for 40 bucks instead of 60. Nice. So not only was it 40 bucks for call of duty three, I got, you know, with a gold edition, you know, you get $10 worth of free maps from, uh, from Xbox live. So pretty sweet deal. Hmm. Pretty sweet. That's deal. awesome. Yeah. What are you playing? Lloyd? Uh, I've been playing my 360 bit as well. Um, I've been, uh, currently playing my way through Castlevania symphony of the night, which is an awesome game, um, that originally came out for the PlayStation one and also playing a, a fair bit of, uh, turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, nice. which also came out on Xbox live arcade and playing some of that co-op and having a really good time doing it. I need to buy that game. I, cause I played the demo. I really need to buy that game. Cause that's one of the, my yeah. favorite games in arcade and, uh, it just wouldn't be fun to play multiplayer. I, I don't even think you could play multiplayer on the training level or on the, the, t- the trial. No, I don't, you can't. Yeah. No, you need to buy it. So yeah, pony up the five bucks and we'll get into some co-op. It'll Is be it awesome. five bucks? Yeah, 400 points. That's it? Yes, sir. Why don't I own it already, Lloyd? Why don't you own it, Edgar? That's a good <laughs> question. I'll be buying it today then. <laughs> right, let's check awesome. out the release list for future DS live games. All right. Well, there's there's a lot, and this is stuff that's coming out this week and next week. We have Custom Robo Arena, which is the DS um, version of um, a, a game that came out for, I believe, the GameCube. Um, basically, you build a robot, you battle a robot, and it's kind of plays out kind of like Pokemon in that that regards. Uh, there's also Major League Baseball 2K7. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> sports games really don't work on the, on the DS. So I don't know yeah. why they keep putting them out because they, they're, uh, some of them are fun. I, I don't want to say all of them are garbage, but the stuff for major league baseball, 2k seven doesn't look too hot. Yeah. Maybe if you're like a really, really crazy baseball fan, you might have a lot of enjoyment with this game. Um, another game's coming out puzzle quest challenge of the warlords. Um, which is getting a lot of buzz around the internet. So looks like it might be one to pick up. We have Steel Horizon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is um, to come coincide with the movie. Um, from all I hear from uh, from all the, the gaming websites and everybody, you might want to stay away from this version and actually pick up the Game Boy Advance version and play it on your DS. Really? Because the Game Boy Advance version is actually a side-scrolling beat-em-up, kind of like the old arcade games, uh-huh. where the one for the DS is more there's some action some jumping levels but it does it doesn't really work from what i understand i haven't played it so i can't really say for sure myself wow um theme park is out as well and Yu-Gi-Oh! world championship 2007 will be out as well so uh, a huge collection of games um spanning a whole bunch of different genres so there's probably something in there for everybody uh, are there any of them that you're considering purchasing um I'm actually thinking of picking up the Game Boy Advance version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, actually. Are you? Now? Yes. Hmm. Yes, yes. Interesting. Uh, did, is it, what is it similar to? Is it similar? It's so, you said it's a side-scroller, prof, uh, like a platform, right? Yeah, it's, like, um, a, it's old like, action um, games. I don't know, Final Fight or, or uh, Double Dragon, that type of thing. It's kind of like, if you remember for the SNES, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the arcade game, 
um, or any of those titles, which um, basically you're you control one of the turtles and you run left to right, beating people up and collecting items and scoring points and stuff like that. Nice. But the, the the DS one is not like that in at all, really, um, where the Game Boy Advance one is. So I'm I love that uh, style of game. So if if any, I was if I was going to pick any of them up, it would definitely be the Game Boy Advance one. And uh, seeing some of the reviews and some of the screenshots is making me uh, making me want to go pick it up. And since it's a Game Boy Advance game, it's pretty cheap, so I might have to pick that one up. Interesting. All right, let's go into news. DS Life, your DS News Source. All right. Well. Let's let's kick this off with uh, some some great news. If you're into the DS accessories, um, if you're one of the people that picked up, um, I guess it was Metroid Pinball that came with the Great Rumble Pack, you'll notice that it sticks out on your DS Lite. Uh, it fit really well on your DS Fat, but on the DS Lite, it sticks out a little bit just because the cartridge sizes um, or the, the cartridge slot on the DS Lite is a little bit smaller. Well, Nintendo created a um, a slimline um, rubble pack and sold it mainly through the Japanese website. Um, they never sold it in stores in the U.S., but there was a lot of complaints with it being it, it didn't really vibrate as much as it did buzz, and it just was it was kind of annoying to actually use, so it wasn't very popular. Well, there's a third party company. Let me just grab the name of the third party company. It's E-Win. But they're actually coming out with a uh, a cheaper, quieter one. Um, it's basically going to be sold. For, ten dollars. I think it's yeah, yeah, ten bucks instead of the twenty five dollars that the uh, that the original one costs for, and it's from Ewin, by the way. Yeah, uh, um, it sounds cool. I mean, unfortunately, there's not too many games that will utilize it, but if you do have Metroid, uh, well, actually, pretty much any Metroid game on the DS, mm-hmm. uh, it should work. But have there been any other games released that uh, would utilize the Rumble Pack? Yeah, there's a couple others that that do support it, which um, I think even Hotel Dust supported it, if I I remember correctly. Um, There's just a lot of games that just use it for a little bit of force uh, of feedback, kind of like how you get a lot of games that really aren't designed around the rumble in a controller, but they still include a little bit of rumble just because it's an option. Right. Um, I I think uh, there's a few games like that on the DS. Nothing that's really been designed around it, though. Interesting. All right. Let's see what's next on the news list. Uh, well, uh, I mentioned in the release list that there's a game coming out called Puzzle Quest, which is a unique puzzler. Uh, I guess it's kind of like Bejeweled, but it's also an RPG. So you beat levels to, to gain levels and get experience points and all that lovely stuff. Sounds kind of weird, and it might be. So what they've done is they've actually taken a Flash version of the game and put it up on their website. So if you're not sure you're going to be into that type of game, you can actually hit their website and play through some of the game um, in Flash form. Um so yeah, check it out. This game comes out on the DS and the PSP. Um, but if you can try it out on the web, you don't have to worry about dropping down the 40 bones to pick it up and then not like it. So I'll post a link to the online game in the show notes. That's the great thing about puzzle games is that uh, most likely if you played a version of it, you've played them all. Mm-hmm. Like Tetris hasn't changed too much throughout the years. I mean, there's different versions of it. There's, you know, but the basic core of Tetris has not changed. Exactly. The basic core of like, uh, you know, uh, Bust a Move has not changed. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you guys get a chance and you guys play Puzzle Quest, which is kind of strange because they say that it's uh, that the company is trying to combine like puzzle and RPG genres, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure how it does. I haven't played the game and I'm actually going to go try it because I'm curious about this. I'm, I'm, I want another puzzle game besides Tetris now on my DS now. But um, so once you, if you guys try this 
most likely, if you liked it on the P- uh, on the PC, the demo version, you're going to mm-hmm. like the DS version as well. Totally. All right. Next on the list of things happening in the DS world, the DS headset is coming soon, uh, just in time for Pokemon. Uh, I think we may have talked about it being shown before. I think we, on one of our first podcasts, we saw pictures of it. And it looks mm-hmm. very clean. looks like yeah. a very clean product. Definitely. Uh, and from what we... Because there was a Metroid game that was going to be coming out on the DS, right? Like another... Yeah, there's there's a few games that, that use the headset currently on the DS. There's... Uh, um, I think Tony Hawk uses it. I think Metroid uses it, I believe. Yeah. And there was another game coming out that was going to use it. But then they started talking about Pokemon you can actually chat when you're in any of the multiplayer areas. So when you're in the underground or in some of the battles, you can actually chat with the person you're either battling or trying to trade with. So this is going to be the perfect accessory for anybody that is going to be picking up Pokemon when it ships at the end of April. Oh, that's going to be awesome. It'd be Mm -hmm. awesome if for, for some reason, if they could flash the DS, uh, instead of the Pico chat, you know, the, the lobby, if Mm. you could do a, uh, a chat lobby. That would be really cool if they just added chat support in. That yeah. would be awesome. And you could jump in and just like chat it up with people in the, yeah. in the lobby. So you could scream boobs instead of just drawing boobs. Or you could scream penis instead ah, of... That's the other one. It's either boobs or penis. That's boobs. all you see in PictoChat. So uh-huh. you could jump in and yell it. That would be more fun than drawing it, I think. Penis! <laughs> of course, you might, you might get thrown out of the movie theater that you're sitting in. When you're that, so. <laughs> Did you want to say anything else about the headset? No, it just looks really cool. It looks like it looks very close in design to like the DS Lite. So very, very slim, very uh, like smooth lines. Looks like an Apple product, actually. Yeah, it does. And it looks pretty high class. So congrats to Nintendo to uh, for for making something that looks so great. I'm sure a lot of people are going to enjoy it. Yeah, it looks good. If you guys have seen older pictures of it, it's pretty much the same picture. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got a straight boom on it. It's white. Um, yeah. it looks like it clips onto your ear. Yeah. It has one, it has those, um, those little loops that some of the, uh, I guess some of the Bluetooth headsets have yeah. and some of the over the ear headsets have. So it right. has one on the bottom and one on the top. So you can wear it on either ear, depending on whether you prefer to have it on your left or right ear. Right. So well-designed little product. So it should be good. And I'll probably be picking one up yeah, just so here. I can chat to Edgar when I play him in Pokemon. If, before I, when I beat you in Pokemon, <laughs> <laughs> so I could hear your screams of agony when I beat you in Pokemon. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so moving right along, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that um, um, Puddle Puzzle Ball Revolution had problems, and they were finally doing it right. They were actually sending out replacement versions of the game to people. Um, so if you complained, um, they originally said that you'd have to send in your old version, and then if you uh, you're waiting to do that, they just said, "Ah, never mind. Here you go. We'll just send you out the games and just throw out your versions." So I think a lot of people heard that and then they decided to actually email them and say oh yeah i have a version of the game too can you send me a replacement um i don't i don't think codemasters is uh is that slow and and i'm pretty sure they picked on a picked up on it really fast because someone posted in the the comments for the last podcast or two podcasts ago saying that they tried to uh to get a replacement for their version but they had to send in their copy first so mm-hmm. so they they quickly changed their tune which makes sense so if any of you guys are trying to cheat the system well you'll have to go out and buy the game and then send it back in to get the replacement so yeah i'm sure the people that were maybe already in their database 
for having a bad cartridge and whatnot. I'm sure they're the ones that got the replacement without really having to send yeah. those in. But any it's Joe Schmo calling in. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. Anyone calling in, if I call in right now, uh, you know, they have no idea if I bought the game or not. And so they're not, they're not dumb. Okay. I mean, they know better. Totally. So, uh, this one is very interesting and actually it ties into, uh, a lot of headlines that have been happening recently. Uh, the DS me are in the works. Um, there is a screenshot floating around that has, uh, Miyamoto as a character. Actually, or is that Iwata? Um, good all question. Asians look alike. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> Ooh, Man, hate mail's coming hate mail for that one. I can, hear, I can hear tappy tappy on the keyboard right now. <laughs> Um, Did you ever see that episode of South Park? Real quick, hate to do real, but did you ever see that South Park where they're playing, uh, uh, what was it, um, dodgeball, and they go to China? Yes. And the Chinese, and the Chinese announcers are, oh, Americans rook a reich. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very funny. It's one of my favorite ones. Anyways, uh, I, I think it's a wada. Now that I look at it, I think it yeah, is I'm a wada. It. It, it is a wada, definitely. It's a wada, um, but it's they're saying that it has the two screens, so it has to be DS. Um, mm-hmm. And we do know that the uh, DS and the Wii version of Sims has been announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how far this goes. Um, yeah, go it, it's it's interesting because at GDC when Miyamoto was doing his big keynote, he actually said that. Um, that the Mies were actually thought of on the DS first. Yeah. And because uh, they had been batting around that idea since the N64 about having a little in-game character to signify who you are. And I think the screenshot that's floating around right now is actually the one that he showed in his GDC presentation saying like, this is how, this is how it began. And when he saw this in action on the Wii, he basically said, okay, this is going, or on the DS rather, he said, okay, this is going to the Wii. This is going to be built in. Right. Um, which is pretty interesting that the, the Mies that we know them nowadays actually started on the DS, but there is now talk that future, um, DS games might start using something like the me to, uh, to signify yourself in, in game. So that's kind of neat. Absolutely. And the reason why I said that these next few pieces are going to tie in together is I read a really interesting article um, about what the DS can do to make itself better. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's in, actually, it's in nextgeneration.biz. You guys could go uh, check it out. But it goes over some of the little things that annoy us, uh, Lloyd and I, actually. Uh, one of the things that annoys me greatly is when I'm in Pico Chat or I'm in anything else, I have to reboot every time to get back into a game. Mm-hmm. There's no easy way to do that. Um, they're also talking about giving the system internal flash memory. Uh, that while you could go to a download center and you know download a game and keep it while the power's on, um, that's great and all, but it'd be nice to be able to keep something on there and have downloadable content. Mm-hmm. you know, based on the system itself and not maybe a cartridge. Uh, so that would be an extra push to add to the longevity of the system. The super, the interface of the system. Right now, the, the DS, I think, is probably one of the systems where people get ultra intimate with. And what I mean when they get ultra intimate, um, besides the Wii, when you have a console now, you hold the controller and the system stays very far away from you. And there's yes, there's interaction through a controller, but with the DS, you're holding it in your hand and you're actually touching it the entire time. You know, it's a very intimate um, experience with a console. 
and something that you don't find very often. And so it lends itself very well to being personalized. And while you could buy accessories for it and whatnot, um, the fact that you really can't change the uh, interface to your liking, you know, themes, um, mm-hmm. creating character. The When he talked about the DS being the first platform for like the me, creating the me's, it should have, they should have implemented that right away. I mean, I understand that maybe the DS was kind of, they didn't know what was going to happen with it. It was kind of, it, and this actually also lends itself to the conversation we've had last week mm-hmm. um, with one of our listeners saying that when Nintendo first announced it, it was almost like an apologetic announcement. Like, hey, we're releasing this, but don't worry, the Game Boy's still hardcore and we're still all over the Game Boy, but this mm-hmm. is just a third pillar in you know our gaming uh, our gaming plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, it, things turned out a little better than they had anticipated. And so we're not, while Nintendo announced, you know, several, uh, a couple years ago that the Game Boy was still going to continue strong, we're seeing that the Game Boy, and we've said this on the last podcast, we don't see any new Game Boys coming out in the very near future. You know, we don't, we're not, I don't think we're going to see very more versions of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the DS will constantly evolve, yeah, and exactly. uh, one of the things that we hope is also uh, besides the uh, system interface, you know, virtual console, you know, being able to now that we have that on the Wii, having a similar option on the DS, you know, being able to tap your channel and being able to download games for it, you know, emulate awesome. games. Oh, that'd be fantastic! And mm-hmm. one of the things that they talked about was like. Uh, you know, the, the Wonder Swan, I think it was called in Japan. Actually, they didn't mention this here, but I was, I'm trying to think of portable game systems that may not have been available in the States that were uh, available in Japan. Was it the Wonder Swan? Yeah, the Wonder Swan. Wonder Swan. They also had like the Pocket SNK system. Yeah, which came over here and did really, really bad. Yeah. Um, the Game Gear. Everyone knows mm-hmm. the Game Gear. The Lynx? Uh, Lynx, yeah. Atari Lynx. That, that was a massive piece of... Yeah. Crap. The Turbo Duo, the Nomad, the Nomad, were, that's right, which were basically Genesis right? that played actual console games. Yeah, so it'd be really, really neat to get that kind of uh, Virtual Console thing going for the DS. You know, maybe if you could, maybe a DS Virtual Console channel on the Wii where you could download games directly to your, you know, that linking. Mm-hmm. But there's so many things that the DS could do in order to improve itself. It's a great system right now and it has a lot of potential, but there's small advancements that I think Nintendo can and will be doing in the near future. Yeah. Um, like the Wi-Fi support more, you know, the web browsing that hopefully that'll be integrated next time around for yeah. the next DS, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, we just talked about it like an integrated Pico chat. Well, how about integrated um, uh, chat lobby? If you get the yeah. headset. Yeah which would be great. Uh, and maybe the Pico chat that goes across different games, it's going to be a little bit harder because they don't want to do the, uh, the user, uh, or maybe even the, I was thinking, I was like, well, they don't really want an integrated, um, and unifying buddy system for all games. But what about Mm -hmm. just like a unifying Pico chat? Yeah. Where it's not necessarily tied to a game, but if like you see me online, I'm in the Pico Chat lobby, but I'm all I'm playing Animal Crossing. You go, you just type me a quick letter. Hey, I'm on this game. I could, can you jump on? Exactly. S- small things it'd be like kind that. of like an IM system built into it. Yeah, exactly. Small things like that would totally facilitate, and it's not hard. Like we, this, these kind of things don't demand a lot of hardware 
and a lot of um, a lot more CPU power. These are the type mm-hmm. of things that maybe a little boost in power may be good. But you know what? In the next version of the DS, which the DS now has been out for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The DS yep. Lite's been around for how long? A little bit less than a year? Yeah, when did it come out? November? The DS Lite or the yeah. DS? The DS, DS Lite no, was November. I can't even remember. It's, it's, been, it's been a while anyway. Not yeah. quite a year, though. Not quite a year? No, I don't, I don't believe so. No, it has I, been a year definitely for the DS. Right off, or in the tip of my tongue, but I don't. I know. The DS, DS regular has been out for over a year, but the DS that's Lite right. has been out for less than a year. I think it'll be that's a right. year in June. Yeah, I think that's that's about right, yeah. Okay. So, you know, hopefully we'll be seeing these. And the reason why I'm talking about all these things is hopefully, uh, as they start implementing, there was an article that came out which surprised me that they made this kind of, um, I guess, assessment. But at the same time, you could definitely see it coming. The DS can become the best-selling platform of all time. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very high bar to reach considering what the PlayStation really what the PlayStation one and the two have Mm -hmm. laid out, what the kind of foundation they've laid out beforehand. Um, I think currently the PlayStation one, let me see here if I could find numbers. Do you know what the PlayStation two sold? Um, I think it's over a hundred million. It's definitely over a hundred million. I think it's around 110 or 120. I think it's 110 million worldwide. And that's the number one selling console of all time of all time. Yeah. Right now, the DS, the DS itself is at 40 million. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, that's a huge feat for a system that's been out for, you know, less than two years. Yeah. Because the PS2 has been out for seven years. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. The PS2 has over 115 worldwide. And we all know that the PS2, while it's still selling great, mm-hmm. it's going to start slowing down in the next few years, next couple of years. The DS is going strong. It just was released, you know, a year and a half ago. So it definitely has a potential of taking over the PS2. And what they're also saying is the handheld market will actually take over units sold f- compared to the console market, mm-hmm. which also pretty much makes sense. Um, yeah. As more people get into gaming, uh, I I found for a while that I was actually playing my, playing my DS more than any console game because I didn't have time. And that makes sense for adults that are coming into gaming for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. that don't need a massive amount of CPU, that don't need the graphics, that they want to play Tetris for a few minutes, that they want to play, you know, um, Wario Touched or they want to play something else very quickly. It mm-hmm. makes sense for a gamer, a casual gamer at that, to be more interested in a mobile platform compared to a console or home platform. Mm-hmm. You want to jump in, Lloyd? Give me, give me your feedback. <laughs> What's no, up, dude? That's, that, that's pretty much it. You, you had a nice little uh, little rant, but it was, a, it was a good rant. And yeah, it, there's definitely a lot of stuff that the Wii can do. Like you said, there's some built-in features it should have, or that the DS, the DS can do, right. rather. Um, yeah. So if they come out with a DS2 with built-in memory for downloadable games, downloadable virtual console titles, and an integrated Wi-Fi experience, just like the Wii... Um, I could see that doing really well, provided it's backwards compatible with the DS. Absolutely. Um, but just, just as they've done with previous Game Boys. I mean, with Game yeah. Boy, you got the Game Boy Pocket, you got the Game Boy Color, and you got mm-hmm. the Game Boy Advance, you know, and the Advance, it wasn't actually compatible with... It wasn't compatible, correct? My right here? It wasn't the... wasn't... You could play Game Boy games on the Advance, but you couldn't play... Obviously, you couldn't go backwards. But That's um, right. With the DS, obviously, you know, they just keep the same cartridge... 
and they just you know called the DS Advance. I'm not you know I'm just speculating here, but you know if they do minor increments, and even if they don't even do anything for the games themselves, like Mm -hmm. if they just do a console revamp, yeah, you know, and have games that are now where they're still playable on the DS, the old Mm -hmm. DS and the DS2, you know, but they'll have integrated Pico Chat, you know. Uh, yeah. functionality where you could chat back of, and forth a whole pile of features and if you have a game that comes out f- for the ds2 it could take advantage of some of these things potentially um, but then maybe have it backwards compatible similar to when they did the uh, game boy color where you'd have color games which would also be playable on your old black and white or green and black right uh, game boy right um, <laughs> right so right. there was features but they weren't they didn't they didn't basically um I don't know, make anybody mad if they bought this game because it wouldn't run on their old system. If right. they do something similar with the DS, I can see that working out really well. Nintendo has a great handle on what will piss people off and what doesn't as far as backwards compatibility. They know that they can't just implement a brand new platform now. So hopefully what they'll do is they'll, you know, in the next year, maybe year and a half, they'll release another version of the DS that will play all the DS games mm-hmm. that will use basically the same DS platform, but the games will be backwards compatible between the two where you could yeah. pop in a DS2 game into the DS and maybe not get all the functionality but the game the core game will be there. Yeah. You know. So it's just things to ponder. Hopefully you guys will put them in the back of your minds and uh you know, I am very hopeful for this platform. It's it's 40 million strong and growing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so how is the how's that line go for Flintstone kids? 10 million strong, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we got four times on those Flintstone kids. Damn Flintstones! I know. They get nothing on the DS. <laughs> so forty million is nothing to scoff at for being such a young platform, and the fact that it's still gaining momentum in every territory, it's still selling well, and there's still tons of great games. And once the interaction between the Wii and the DS comes into full force, man, all the people that are on the the Wii now that are brand new to gaming will jump on the DS, and it'll mm-hmm. just it'll just further along. Uh, the Nintendo plan all along. Totally. All right. <laughs> Anything else on that little topic there? No, I think you, 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 uh, you basically, uh, you killed it, but in a good <laughs> way. I don't think there's but anything else way. that can be talked about it. All right, um, cool. Let's just hope Nintendo knows what they're doing. And obviously looking at their, uh, their previous, uh, <laughs> exploits in this industry, they kind of know what they're doing. So I can see a lot of great stuff coming in the DS too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and beyond, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, well, our last news story for today, um, this is just something for the uh, the, the collectors or the, uh, the, the Nintendo geeks out there, I'll put it. Um, there's some official uh, limited edition Super Mario Bro, um, or what is it? Yeah, Super Mario Bro, mm-hmm. or Mario Bro, I guess <laughs> I should say. Um, <laughs> plush toys that you can buy for about 10 bucks actually and they're limited availability and they're available from an online retailer called play asia but they're basically um little characters from new super mario brothers so you have mario in a in a blue shell you have the uh, blackjack dealing luigi you have a you have a boo ghost you have a big mushroom so the one that makes mario go really huge and then you have uh, toad wearing a cocktail dress Nice. Oh wait, no, he's he's just a server as well. Yeah. So they're they're really cute, really small. They're like 140 millimeters tall. Um, so that's 14 centimeters, or what is that? That's like 13 four inches, maybe five inches. Yeah. 
So they're uh, they're pretty small, but they're uh, they're really cute looking. And like I said, ten bucks, ultra cheap. If you're a Nintendo fan, you might want to pick up a couple of these to keep on your desk. I'll post uh, links to a story I posted over at PGR that gives you links to all of the uh, all the different uh, plush toys. And if you guys are interested, give them a, give them a check. Look look at them, buy them, and hug them because they are plush toys. They want. So you're saying hugged. we get a cut on everything that we sell through this, right? Oh yeah, we get like ninety seven percent. I think it is like right nine dollars and seventy cents. Yeah, I think so. Off every ten dollars sell. Nice. No, wait, no dude. we don't get anything. <laughs> oh, we don't nothing. No. Damn uh, them. Like, like usual, we get nothing. Oh, that's right. Actually, someone at work was like, because uh, since I brought Guitar Heroes to work for the last couple of weeks, we've been playing a lot of Guitar Heroes because I got to you know brush up on my skills before part two comes out on three sixty. Mm-hmm. But uh, since I've been taking it to work. I've come, there's been three people that have now purchased Guitar Heroes because of me. Nice. And people are saying they're like, dude, what? Okay, you first you've sold like three people on Wii's. You've sold you know a couple people on DS's, and now you sold people on Guitar Heroes. You seriously start, need to start getting cuts off this stuff. Yeah, you can like, so, yeah, you gotta set up me. like an Amazon store or something. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I set up my own Amazon store. That'd yeah. be great. No, I'm the same way at work. I always bring my systems in, and then next thing you hear, like three or four people have picked up like a DS or a PSP or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, if I could get a cut off of everything, I could retire an early man. It would be great. And with a lot of video games at that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's going to about do it for news this week, guys. DS Life. Touchback. All right. Our first email this week comes from artifact and it goes grats or greets DS life. This is artifact or better known as Naruto seven, seven, seven. Let me first say that you and Edgar have done an absolutely brilliant job with the podcast. And I hope you will continue with this because this podcast is one of my top sources for news in the DS scene. I've been wondering about a few games or posts from older systems or ports rather from older (laughs) systems that would surely become a hit if they were to come on the DS Pikmin, Paper Mario, or just a few non-games like an organizer or movie player or something like that would definitely increase the number of people who would buy a DS. Please discuss this in your next podcast and share your own ideas because I'm quite interested. Also, thanks to both of you, I picked up a copy of both Phoenix Wright and Hotel Desk, and I must say that they're equally good. Uh, Although the graphics and plot of Hotel Desk were inspiring, I still love the Phoenix Wright for its humor, and the whole court scene is awesome. Again, thanks for helping me find two great games, and I hope you continue the podcast. Cheersers. <laughs> P.S. Would you? I think it's Lloyd. Please quit saying Mario with an A. Would you say it like Mama? It's really annoying me. Sorry. So he wants me to say Mario, not Mario. Yeah. But unfortunately, in Canada, we say Mario. Because <laughs> like I would think that you would say Mario, too, since you're obviously from the U.K. based on your a couple of the slang that you used in, uh, in your in your uh, email. So I don't know. You should probably be saying it Mario too. Maybe the you UKers should, uh, say that too. I think so. I think it's UKers. Maybe it's huh. just us. Maybe we're weird. I don't know. No, I think it's just you guys, dude. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for your email. And so he's been wondering about a few games or ports that would make a good hit on the DS. So do, are there any old Nintendo franchise oh. that you'd like to play again on the DS? Ah, uh, that's a good one. Um, Actually, Knights would be a pretty perfect fit for the DS2. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, it would actually work pretty well. Um, hits. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Uh, it, the, the thing is that the, the DS is such a different system from the rest. 
Mm-hmm. Like even compared to the Wii, that it's hard to uh, say that something like that would be, you know, a, a game, an old game would be perfect for it. With the Wii, it's a little different. You know, when you, you immediately comes to mind rhythm games, mm-hmm. you know, um, Knights came to mind almost immediately. But honestly, with the DS, nothing really hardcore comes to mind that I think would just stand out and be like the best game ever. All right. Um, there's just been so many different unique games. I think some franchises have come into their own on the DS. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of franchises like uh, WarioWare mm-hmm. uh, have done exceptionally well and have made a uh, a very strong IP for right. themselves. Cool. Well, the one game that is baking for a DS port would be Mario Paint. Ah, good that call. Game. Did you, did you did you used to play that one? I wanted it. I wanted it, but I never got it. You know, I got it because it had the mouse, and I thought, well, this is a pack-in. Other stuff's going to use the mouse. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Well, there was, like, one other game that used the mouse, but I ended up having way too much fun with Mario Paint, making a little animation and then making the theme song that would go along with it. It was just way too much fun. So Really? They have to, uh, they have to release this again for the DS, so it's perfect fit, obviously, when you have a stylus. Yeah, it would make sense. Other than that, that's actually a perfect fit. Good job on that one. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, should I take the next one? Yeah, go for it. Alistair is, I think, the na- the way that you pronounce that. Would you correct me if I said that? Uh, no, I would not correct you because that is correct, sir. Cool. Alistair says, hey, guys, really enjoy your podcast, both DS Life and the Wii Spot. The theme tune to the Wii Spot podcast is Corker. I believe that means good. I let's just pretend it means good. Okay, the DS Life one less so. So there's another that also vote. Means good, <laughs> exactly. Uh, while resident in the UK, I get to travel to Atlanta quite regularly with work. So it's nice to know what is coming out in the US that I can keep an eye open for. It's also interesting when you mention stuff that is coming out in Europe, but you don't have in america a common opinion is that everything comes out in the u.s a couple months before it gets to europe i have i have a small point to raise in your ds live podcast that a guy emailed asking for advice about early ds games that you may have that he may have missed i was quite surprised that neither of you mentioned advanced wars ds i consider this to be one of the finest games on the ds with depth of the games is uh wait the depth of the game is awesome and it has enough modes to provide you with amazing value for your money was this mere forgetfulness or did you not rate it too highly another favorite although not an early release is metroid prime hunters cheers alistair well thanks alistair and yes um i'm a big fan of advanced wars ds as well and i just forgot about that title yeah I, i like it i didn't mention it because i forgot about it it's definitely a good title and i wanted to include this email because anybody that's looking for older games they should pick up a copy of this game it's a lot of fun yeah what sucks is uh, i don't think it's sold all all that well um i've seen it on sale and i've never been managed to pick it up because uh i remember my buddy steve on the nerdler podcast was uh hey did you know that uh advanced wars is on sale for seven bucks at circuit city da, 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 da. i was like no way luckily he had one at his circuit city but i didn't have mine so i didn't get to pick it up for like seven bucks mm. so now when i see it for 30 there's no way i'm gonna pay for 30 when i knew he bought it for seven and so I'm kind of stubborn in that regard, and I'm not going to buy it for, for full price. And then last, I think it was like maybe two weeks ago, Best Buy had another sale where they had it again for like 
something ridiculous, like six bucks or something. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's on sale on the clearance section quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So you may want to keep a, your eyes peeled for that one. But yeah, Advanced Wars, I played Steve's, and it's a great game. It's a great, awesome, awesome game. And yes, yeah. we did just forget about it. It's not that we don't rate it highly. It's just complete forgetfulness. Totally. Awesome. Well, thanks, Alistair. Uh, moving along, we got an email from Gene, and I believe it's a she, writes, Hey, guys. I'm, oh, yeah. It says right in the first <laughs> sentence. So she is a she. Look at that. <laughs> Good. for reading ahead. Wow, we read these emails beforehand. We totally prepped for this show. Wow. This is pro podcasting at its finest. Hey guys, I'm another one of your female listeners and a new listener at that. I just want to let you know about a fatal glitch in Age of Empires for the DS. When using the save and quit feature, if you have your name in the DS setting set as four letters or less... Age of Empires will experience a wow. fatal freeze and will no longer load when you try to turn <sighs> the DS off and then back on again. My God. That Maybe is games was good about exchanging the bad cartridge for a good one as long as you follow the return policy if the fatal, fatal glitch does occur. There are several messages on random DS forums that talk about the glitch, but it's not widely known. The good news is that is that if your name is more than four characters in the DS itself, you'll be fine. If you're worried about it, you don't have to use the save and quit option. Just take the extra two seconds by hitting save and then quit separately. Keep up the good work. I'm eagerly awaiting your next podcast. Oh my God. Thanks for I sending no that idea. I This is the first I've heard of that. And that yeah. is, how could that get past QA? I would never think so, a, nah. a game, a bug that would actually kill your cartridge would actually exist. That's insane. I, I don't understand how that could possibly... I mean, these guys spend, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours testing this, and yeah. it doesn't I guess everybody sense. used a four-letter or five-letter <laughs> or more. Nick, I, thank God I used DASME, and it's five letters, so I never experienced this when I rented it. I think I use NB Edgar. Oh, NB okay, Edgar, so I'm fine. okay with that, yeah. Yikes. Wow. So, good, good word of warning for everybody out there. Um, if you don't want to kill your game, make sure you're... you're nick inside of your ds is more than four letters and also make sure that if it isn't you'd never save and quit to turn off your your uh, your ds you actually hit save and then quit that's amazing that it just doesn't boot after that that's really weird i uh, interesting i wonder if they're ever gonna if uh who, who makes um age of empires i can't even remember i don't know who um, distrib or who did it's a small developer but i'm not sure who published it yeah, I, I would definitely like to see what they have to say on that matter, because that's yeah. pretty crazy. All right. Anyway, our, thanks, our uh, Jean, for sending in your email. Thank you very much. Another female listener. Very proud yeah. of that. Yeah, we, we have lots of female much. listeners. I, that's good. I'm, I'm, yeah, we have a nice little handful of them. You know, the, the nice. DS Nintendo products, they're, they're, they're pretty popular with the fairer sex than, say... I don't know the anything Sony or 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 Microsoft just because they appeal to not just hardcore gamers they appeal to a lot of the more casual gamers as well so right. you get a lot a lot more female players that you maybe wouldn't get on say a 360 or a PS, PS or PlayStation 3 Absolutely mm-hmm. All right the next email Sam writes in Hey guys how's it going That was a really dumb intro I couldn't think of anything else Anyway, this week I was walking around in my local Target when I happened to waltz past 
the video game section. Lo and behold, miraculously, they had DS lights in stock. Since I've been trying for f- for weeks now to find one, I broke down and bought a black one. A day after that was pure bliss, just me and my DS light having a great time, a good great time. Uh, getting to know each other when something happened. I was sitting down to play some Brain Age Academy when I noticed that my DS had a slight crack cracking sound when I opened it. I shut the screen and tried it again and did it again. Maybe I didn't notice this before, but do all DS's, DS lights make this sound? Is mine broken or am I just overreacting? Thanks for the question. Oh, and Edgar's voice isn't sexy, just to let you know. Well, good thing I read your email, you bastard. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so Sam... <laughs> I think you, you having... picked that one again. I think, again, it's it's the Edgar trash, uh, trash-talking emails that you hey, pick. The, the first guy, he, he trash-talked my how I pronounce Mario. So. Oh, okay, tit for tat then. Mario. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Sam, you say that you get a little cracking sound. I'm just wondering if this is the sound. I don't know if you can pick this up. Just a little pop crack sound. And if that's the sound, then that's normal. That's just the hinge locking into its open position. If it's more of like a, a crack, like a crack, crack, cracky sound, um, that's bad. You might want to call Nintendo and talk to their customer support and see if they can help you out. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, Sam, I'm sure you have other friends that have a DS, you know, that you could kind of compare the sounds to. There's like two positions that it's open. It's like open to where at an angle mm-hmm. and it kind of makes a little, little snap in, in place sound. And then if you crack it all the way, you do get more of a sound then. Uh, mm-hmm. when you, I thought actually, then the, it could very well be that when he opened it to the full flat open position that when he opened it that much. That's when it made the sound, and that's what he's kind of worried about. Because I remember yeah, when kinda, I opened it for the first time, I was like, ooh, did I snap it too far? Kind of does this. Yeah. So. Exactly. So if you get that sound, um, it, it and if it sounds just like a snap into place, it, you're okay. I would suggest uh, probably finding someone else with a DS Lite. You'll meet a new friend to play with, and you'll figure out whether your crack is good or bad. Mm, yeah. Before you and your friends head out to waltz through uh, through the local targets, you might want to just see if they'll if they'll let you touch their DS for a couple seconds and open the screen and uh, see if it makes any snapping sounds or if yours is just a, a weird DS light. Yeah. All right, that wraps it up for our emails. And that about wraps it up for the podcast, actually. Um, as as you guys probably heard, there is no user-submitted questions or reviews, but you can remedy that by sending in your own questions or reviews. There's many ways to get in contact with us, and we love to hear from you. First way is to head on over to dig.com or click the link in the show notes, preferably, and dig up our podcast. This will allow our podcast to be seen by more eyes. Uh, which then turn into more ears, hopefully, um, for Edgar. I know Edgar likes having ears on the podcast. I enjoy ears. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, ears are uh, sexy. Yes. And, uh, and and the more ears that hear us is always obviously better for the podcast on a whole. So please do that. Um, but if you want to contact us for questions, comments, or concerns, you can do that in many ways. The first is our website. Head on over to dslifepodcast.com. Click on contact at the top of the page and send us an email. You can also comment on the post for the your favorite podcast if you want to do that. Um, you, you can email us directly at dslifepodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on our voicemail line. That is area code 206-326-1221. Again, whether you think my voice is sexy or not, 206-326-1221. I think you brought the sexy there, Edgar. 
I think I did too. I think you did. Forget Justin Timberlake. Edgar brought the sexy back. That's yeah. how I'm calling it. <laughs> was that your was is that your Timberland impression right there? Yeah. Did I? I was actually playing in the background. Couldn't you hear? <laughs> okay, that's what it was. <laughs> oh. Take on me, take on me. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna get we gotta edit, off dude. the internets. Yeah, we're done. The tubes will be shut down to our podcast. I'm oh, sure. Oh no, not the tubes. Yes. Anyway, (laughs) that's going to about do it for this episode of the DS Life podcast, episode number 15. And uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening and staying subscribed. And we'll talk to you next week. Take it easy, guys. Later. DS Life, your DS news source.